When it's up, then it's up. up when then it's, it's up, up, then it's, then stuck. it's up. Stuck. <laughs> Welcome <laughs> to a brand new episode of You Know You Love Us. I'm Hannah. And I'm Tyler. Welcome. I came at that with like a weird liver puddlian. What's puddlian? If when you're from Liverpool, you're a liver puddlian. That's so cute. Isn't that the cutest thing you've ever done, heard? Yeah. <laughs> you know, with Christmas coming up, I'm just like yes. sad that I'm not in, that I'm not like British? having a full iris from the holiday journey. Yes. Yeah. That I'm yes. not British Always. living in the countryside in a cottage. The way when you meet someone who's British, you go, I've accomplished nothing because I'm not British. Oh my God. I <laughs> shot this like student film at USC the other day and I met this. <gasps> oh my God. This, that's so fun. It was Happy so strike fun. is over. Oh my God. Oh my God. I literally Amazing. had like my first bowel movement in days when I found out that news. Like it was incredible. I just felt a release literally and figuratively and emotionally. Oh my God. Okay. Yes. But I USC. shot this thing at USC and I was the only like, you know, grown woman who didn't go to USC, like working on it. Mm-hmm. And one of the people working on it was this very dashing British kid. Okay. Damn it. And when he told me he was British, I found myself wanting to like break into a British accent and just to ask him of all course. these questions about being British. And I was like, I am literally so insufferable. I'm like those girls in love actually that are like, Otto, like yes, making fun I of that. Stroll. Yeah. I was like, that is me. Um, but then he told me I was aging backwards and that I was a vampire. Oh. And I was like, yeah, you can stay British kid. Yeah, we I love could be your that. mother, but I appreciate the compliment. Oh, my God. No. Isn't that so odd? Being older than people. <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. But then I befriended. So the other actor in it was a college freshman. And I was like, oh, my God, baby. Like, it was so you lo- of you. this was your vi- this was your environment. Like, no. they picked the right person. Well, I was like, I'm so in my element right now, you guys. <laughs> yeah. I was like, so what's everyone majoring in? Like, I literally was such a geek, but like living what's my the truth. Tea? What's the skinny? <laughs> I literally was like, what's the 411? What's everyone been up yeah. to? Um, But the kid I was acting <gasps> with was like, oh. You went to college in like 2009 to 2013. He was like, oh my God, my friends and I talk about this all the time that that would be the best time to go to college. The music was the best. It was like all David Guetta. I love Jersey Shore. Like I'm the house parties are probably so good. Like he was so jealous. And I was like, oh so you're God. telling me that Gen Z hates millennials because they're jealous of like when we went to college. He's like, honestly, I think that's some of it. Yeah. And I was like, you're blowing that my explains mind. a lot. That it explains felt like a such lot. a flex. I was like, there was not social media when we were in college. We got to nope. walk to parties and actually talk to our friends. Yep. No one was like filming anything except for on like a Nikon camera to upload to <laughs> Facebook later. Like it was not this like instant. Nikon, like, every- not Nikon. Yeah. And all it was like you wore it like a wrestlet, like your Nikon yes. camera. Oh, always. It was an yeah, accessory. I would put it in my coach. And then when I got one that was thin enough, then I put it in my coach wristlet. <gasps> that is a real flex. Oh, uh, so flex. I feel like I feel like 
you remember when that like Jacquemus like purse that was like okay. miniature that Dorit had? It was like literally yes. like a like a, a yeah for ludicrously a small purse. Yeah, a penny and a chapstick. Yes, mm-hmm. I feel like why did we ever need to go in that direction when Coach Wristlets like Beatrice? Sorry. This is how I feel. I know. Okay, like Beatrice she's passionate like, too. I hate wristlets. I hate. Well, wristlets. I think I think they're coming back. Like I I can feel oh. it bubbling Coach on the horizon. Had, this renaissance that Coach has had, little shoulder bag. Oh my god! Forget it. I just bought. There you go, baby. I just bought a um a pair of Coach shoes. I used to. I mean, I was ridiculous but i would only wear coach flats like that was it that was like like your blair waldorf era it was and then i i've been looking at coach they've been having some good things they had a really cute card wallet with like because i love it because remember when the c's were like fucking trash they were like if you have the c's it's lame as fuck yeah like not cool it was so cool and then it was not cool yeah and and now they're back in and i got this brown c card wallet that has mickey embroidered on it obviously it's so cute Fits Love my fanny a pack. Coach Disney collab. <laughs> oh my god, they have so many, and the bags are so expensive. And I haven't bought them. I'm proud of myself because I really want the Gucci one, and I won't pay six hundred dollars. Oh my god, Christmas is coming up. Just Christmas have everyone who loves you donate to the Tyler's so the designer fund. handbag fund. Yeah, I. You know. Okay, wait. I'll circle. Whole designer handbag. Want to yes, say something and. about that? Yes, yeah. and so then I was looking at their shoes, and I see these loafer heels. Mm. These like super chic like prep school vibe they only have the gold c like just on the heel it's so fucking clean Uh. i got them super on sale they were like 75 dollars, and they eat they are the perfect like what is that like two and a half inch heel just like chunky so good i wear them it sounds like kind of like Elle Woods core like when she's going to court and she yes it's that outfits it's that it's giving that yeah. Oh my God. Um, how fun. We love that. Also, designer bags, the feminine urge to walk into a designer store. Mm-hmm. I, I wonder if this will ever fade for me. I just want to walk in. No fucking cares. Just that one. Give me that bag. Point at it. I'll take that, please. I'll take that bucket bag. Yeah. I don't know what I'm going to put in it, but it's $2,000 and I want it. Thank and you. I- and I will take it. I know. Yes. I have that dream about yes. like a pair of designer shoes. Like, oh, I'm basic. Louboutins. So, like, yeah, yeah, Louboutins, Manila Blahniks, Jimmy Choo's. Yes. I would love to just come in and be like, I'll take a pair. Or Chanel flats. Did I tell you about the time I met the, I guess he was the executive director of Manila Blahnik? Anyways, he came into Barney's. This ha- Barney's is closed. So anyways, he was signing shoes. It was <gasps> so epic. The line was like 500 people long. And and we all he requested was a salad, just lettuce, and then um, and then Hershey Kisses, all unwrapped in a bowl. Oh my god, I love that! It was amazing. I'm not going to eat real food, but I will eat chocolate. And he ate like maybe five, and I like housed all the rest of them. Obviously, what a strange, iconic person! I know it was really, it was really iconic. Wait, speaking of an iconic person, you know those like Mean Girls Walmart ads that are like amazing. Yes. Oh my god, yes, you posted them, and I was like, what the fuck? And another one came out that was like (gasps) Gretchen focused. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like. When they came out, Jake and I were like, where's Rachel McAdams? Uh-huh. Like, she looks a little snobby not being in this yeah. ad because everyone else is everyone in it. Everyone else. Mm-hmm. Except for also Lizzie Kaplan. Like, I wish she was in it, but whatever. Yeah, same. But 
there, Rachel McAdams was quoted this week when she was asked, like, why weren't you in the Mean Girls ads? She just said, and I quote, I'm busy. <laughs> you can picture her saying that so effortlessly, too. I know. She's like, I'm busy. I was like, that is the most legendary behavior I've ever heard in That's my incredible. life. That's incredible. And incredible. she was Justin. Are you there? God, it's me, Margaret, which I watched yes. on a plane recently. And that movie wrecked me. It was so good. Like, I, so good. Local um, local Chicago actor Keith Kepfer's daughter is in that. And I've Who been meaning to watch it. I don't know, but I think she has like a like a pretty I role. love Keith Kupfer. I used to always see him when I interned at PR. He would help He's with like sessions. <gasps> He's the best. Yeah. And she is fresh. So I really have been wanting to watch it. Okay. I love that piece of intel. It's a beautiful movie. And I think like, I love okay, I feel like the vibe for it. I never read the mm-hmm. book, mm-hmm. but um, I hope that it makes you happy as a lover of the book. I feel like it will. Mm-hmm. I but, think like, it will. If yeah. I were to like give you a diagnosis for like how you should watch this movie, I would okay. light a lot of fall candles or Christmas candles, whatever your pleasure. Great. And okay. like cozy up and either watch it like first thing in the morning, like mm. early. Yes. Or like a mid-afternoon, like you might fall asleep during it, but you'll finish it like after dinner time. Oh, that sounds great. Yeah. That, that's, and like, just like maybe snooze a little bit, but yeah. then like kind of wake up. I'm looking at this cast. This cast is kind of crazy. It's, it's wild. It's Kathy great. Bates. Well, uh, yeah, she is literally eighth build. <gasps> um, she, Gretchen Potter. Oh my God. Did she play one of the friends? I, I don't know. I oh, think so. I think oh so. Oh my god! But yeah, all of the young like actors they got were adorable and so good, and That's like awesome. it was just a great movie. I love that. And Rachel McAdams was awesome. Like seeing her play a mom, she's I was like, so oh my god. good. She's, she's so warm. So good. Yes, she is so good. I'm honestly, I have to say, I have some beef with Meg Ryan, and I understand why her movie is in a movie theater, but I need it to be in my home theater. I know, which is just my home. I know my home theater, which is my living room. (laughs) No, I feel the same way. I'm like, I I, see it. I know. I know. But I want to see it at home. Cozy. That's the vibe. You you know the vibe. It's that vibe. I want to dress up like her in uh, Sleepless in Seattle, like like long johns and like a waffle tee and like some big ass socks. Mm hmm. And maybe I just took a shower. So my hair is like kind of wet, but like I know I Mm. smell good and like put a big like blanket on. Yeah. And watch it. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. It's hard because I want to put money in Meg Ryan's pocket. Like I want her movie to be successful. Take it. Mm -hmm. But I also never want to leave my house. So that's therein lies the struggle. Um. Yes, I haven't seen the new Marvel movie. I probably won't till Thanksgiving, which is such a bummer. Um, (sighs) She's busy. She's she's booked and busy. I I booked. You'll love this. It's very <gasps> holiday oriented. <gasps> um. So May and Merle are coming up for Christmas. Slay. Um. We're gonna do a Christmas in Chicago. They're gonna see my Christmas Carol, and then we're gonna go see the other Christmas Carol. We're gonna go to Chris Kindlemart. <gasps> we're gonna see the Nutcracker. We're like doing it all. We're doing a Chicago uh, tour. We haven't done this in so long, like many years. It's like Ferris um, Bueller's Day Off, but like for holidays. Yes, exactly. Holiday we'll like, edition. We both reverted to like T Rex arms. Um, yeah. Muppet, Muppet. Muppet energy. Muppet with playing T-Rex the arms. piano. Yeah. 
<laughs> the weight is so good. That's the clip. That's so it. Oh, God. That's Wait, it. You look just like this one little muffin. Do you know what I'm talking about? Who's like this little bunny guy I, or something? I think so. And he's like long. <laughs> Oh my god, do you think I'm skinny? <laughs> Duh. <laughs> um, stunning. Um, but so on Christmas Eve, my dad's favorite movie is White Christmas. Mm. Um, and I didn't realize that the music box in Chicago, this beautiful movie theater, they always do It's a Wonderful Life, which is like what everyone does, and they're doing White Christmas. So on Christmas Eve, I got us all tickets. Oh, my God. And everyone's going to dress up. Like, my dad loves to dress up. And Aww. so we're going to go. And my mom, Jeff, and I, it's at, and Merle, it's at noon. Like, I was like, yes. it's perfect. So then we can come home, cook, like, do a whole thing. I think he's going to cry. That's I hope so sweet. That's so cozy. So cozy. I love it's the music so box. Cool. Wow, so that's cool. amazing. Yeah. That's incredible. Yeah. What are you doing uh, for, for T Gives? Have we talked about that? For T Gives, I'm staying in LA. It's going to be Hell me, yeah. Jake, Abby, Jake's sister, and Great. my friend Kayla. And we're just going to like keep it low key and chill. I love Maybe that. Maybe get too full and then like put on a holiday movie or something. Like very chill. <sighs> we ordered wait. we ordered some nice wine from one of our favorite mm. wineries. So we're like, there it is. Break into that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I'm going to make some festive cocktails, festive mocktails. Mm -hmm. It'll be cute. Did I already say this? I think I already said this on the pod, but like one of my missions this like holiday season mm -hmm. is to make a really good virgin espresso martini. Yes, you did. I can't yes. wait for you to report back. I yeah. If if it's I can't good, wait. I will let I will let y'all know. Also, speaking of beverages, there's one more like pop culture thing that I need to tell you about. Okay. Yes. So I was alerted that David Spade is a diet cokehead the way <gasps> I am. And I want to repeat that diet cokehead, not like I'm not insinuating he's on drugs. Yeah, he I likes know. the yeah. beverage diet coke. Danny posted a video of David Spade and he mm -hmm. was he was in Vegas. David Spade was bitching about how he can't find a diet coke. And it's so funny because Kayla and I both love diet coke. And when we were in Vegas for her birthday, we were like, oh, it kind of sucks that everywhere they have Pepsi, like in this whole city. Uh -huh. It's just Pepsi, Pepsi at Gross. every restaurant. And it was like a two minute video where David Spade was like, they were trying to bamboozle me. They were like, here's your diet. And he's like, I know from the smell that it's not diet coke. Don't try to trick me. And then he's like, <laughs> one guy at a restaurant said, well, there's a 7-Eleven down the block. And he's like, who's going? I'm not going. Are you going? Because I don't want Diet Pepsi. He's like, interesting. Never they have David Spade. He's like, they have 50 vodkas. I should get to choose which vodka I want. Why don't you have both Pepsi and Coke? There is a Coke and Pepsi war in Vegas, and I'm not interested in it. And it was the hottest thing I've ever seen. Wow. I was like, I sexy. would let this man dick me down for how much he loves, he loves swag, I feel like. I think he is very attractive. Justice for David Spade. Justice for David Spade. He's also deeply fucking funny. Incre Those older SNL episodes, I, I mean, peak, because he was on there when like Tina Fey, Amy Poehl, yes, right? Like at Will Ferrell, I think. Like, I feel that like I'm right. thinking of the right thing. Yeah. I mean, I know he was on there with Chris Farley too, so I'm not sure like when the overlap was. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, he fucking ate on SNL. Absolutely ate. And he was at Soho House one time <gasps> when I was there seeing a show and I went like, look, right, double take. And I was like, that is David Dam's fate. And he was hot. Little Polly Pocket King. He is. Perfect height. Perfect height. Short Kings, 
Why do we hate on Short King? <laughs> I short think Kings they, podcast. I love Short Kings. I feel like the Short Kings that I have encountered or heard of mm-hmm. have a great personality, like a glowing yes, personality, funny. killer sense of humor. Yes. Maybe a big dick. And like, if yeah, not, are dick. very great in bed because they're like, okay, like I need to be a generous lover. I know that I'm not the tallest guy. So if I'm lucky enough to sleep with you, like I better and, perform well. And that's really yeah. hot to me. Yes. And why does it matter? Like, it really why doesn't. does it matter? Like hot is people, hot. Hot is hot. And listen, you can be tall and ha- and you're used to people wanting to date you. So you don't try. Mm-hmm. But like, a sh- and so you don't have to rely on personality. But if you're just hot and you're not funny, it ain't happening. Kids. It ain't happening. Meanwhile, David Spade always has hot girlfriends. Like, I feel like that's a fact. So hot. That's very true. I mean, Pete Davidson. Come on. Literally. I mean, we Dates know he dicks down. Beautiful but, woman yeah. in the world. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Famously. Famously has a giant so. penis and is good in bed, but like also hilarious. Also so, so funny. We so, love this. This is our so, sex positive podcast and either yeah. shape up or ship out. Yeah. Get on it or get off. No pun intended. J- just like Rory kissing her boyfriends. And there it is. <laughs> the segue of the century. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Rory bugged the shit out of me in this episode. We'll get uh, to it. But I was like, if you're lucky enough to date Jess Mariano, you don't hide him in a corner. No one puts Jess Mariano in a no corner. No one puts Jess in a corner. He is fine as fuck. He I like forgot. Fine. I was like, who the fuck is this? And I was like, oh my God, it's Jess. It's fucking Jess. I know. He's, he's really hot. I know. And this was like the OC similarly back when like 27-year-old people were playing high schoolers. Yeah. So I feel comfortable saying as an adult yes. woman that Jess is hot. Well, yeah, and we'll get to the OC connection of Ooh, it all. I know. Um, I can't believe we're so good. I know. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. how are we? Like, how are we that good? Are the questions I have? I, it's effortless, as as Mario once sang to Ramona. <laughs> effortless. Wow, effortless. we both went to a place of Mario. Mario immediately. Effortless. Mario. Sonia, I love. Sonia. Oh my God, Sonia. Um. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Counting down. I realized less than three weeks till I see the Countess live. I bought a pair of shoes for the occasion. Are they like <laughs> glittery? Wait. Have you to have show to show. You. Hold on. Hold on. This is show and tell. Listeners, I will describe. It's okay. This is my outfit. It's from mm-hmm. Zara. Great. Two, two piece set. Never lets us down. Also, also, we'll be like literally so fresh for the holiday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but it's glittery <gasps> crop top. We have a glittery long sleeve crop a top. Mo- a little mock turtle with so a matching cute. midi. <gasps> so cute. cute with a big slit. And then I got these big ass chunky like 90s like rhinestone shoes. And I was like going to wear a big bow in my hair. <laughs> You're a present. I love it. What if the countess like so sees your outfit and she's like, "You there? That's the spirit. You look like a Christmas gift." And she starts like scatting at you. She's I, like, she's like, "Zaga I'm not kidding. Like it could happen. I would happen. scream at her face. I would <laughs> scream at her face. And I was trying to tell someone this last week, one of the youths. Um, mm-hmm. There's so many sweet little youths in Christmas Carol. It makes me feel so old and they're all so down. <laughs> right? Like, Help her. Um, 
Uh, but one of them did. Well, I didn't disclose my age, but I, I was like, I'm, I'm over 30. And they were like, that is so old. <laughs> and I said, walk it back. <laughs> walk it back. That makes me feel like, um, uh, like Kristen Wiig in that scene in Bridesmaids. Yes. Like, well, you're a little. Yeah. <laughs> Call me when your boobs come one in. Bleep. You call me when your boobs come in. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. That's how I feel with Gen Z sometimes. I'm like, on one yeah. hand, I'm obsessed with y'all. You keep me love. Yes. You keep me young. I love keep you so young. much. On the other hand, I'm like, shut your goddamn mouth and respect your shut elders. You. Yeah, respect your elders. I gotta okay. go to bed. Yeah, um, I'm but, tired. I, yes. Um, but uh, one of the youths, I was like, you know, when you see musicals and you just like someone's so good you scream at them like once they're finished a song i mean like i find myself scream i'm just like yeah like i can't contain myself that is what i would do to the countess and you will so and i soon. will so soon to go christmas time is here she sings the charlie brown christmas song christmas, yeah. christmas is here. Sounds, sounds vaguely like bob dylan yeah, yeah. christmas <laughs> time is here uh, okay so we are recapping another episode of gilmore girls yes so glad y'all loved gilmore girls so glad you loved the oc the yeah. oc fans came out out they showed up and they showed out and we love to see and yeah we're excited to revisit another gg for the thanksgiving season Mm -hmm. we're recapping season three episode nine of gilmore girls a deep fried korean thanksgiving (laughs) i don't know about that title title. i don't know about it i don't think it's it's something we want to do anymore i literally (laughs) thought like oh because of this title this will mean that they are at lane's thanksgiving for lane's. the entire episode same they're there for maybe three minutes i know so why did we have to just flippantly throw the word korean into the title like it just yeah. didn't feel relevant to the episode at all no i completely agree i had major questions about it yeah. amy Sherman um, Kelly now <laughs> there were also some very questionable lines mm-hmm. which we'll get to we open on uh, Lorelai and Rory, and they're watching Grey Gardens, which this did make me laugh. This episode is much better than the pilot. I will say I that. really enjoyed it. I thought it was great. Um, they're watching Grey Gardens, which, I mean, that shit makes me so deeply sad. It's like something that it makes me, I'm so, I'm like rubbernecking at it. I'm so fascinated by it, but it actually makes me nauseous. Like, like the downfall of them. I've never, okay, I don't know enough about Big Lady, Big, Big Edie and Little Edie. <laughs> I've never watched Grey Gardens, but I know like the gist. Like, I've seen clips mm-hmm. when she's like, okay, we got the paints and the skirt and this is your costume mm-hmm. for the day. Like, I know those clips. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it seems very dark sided because they just like it's descend sad. into madness, like as a yes. mother and a daughter. Yeah. But they're also hilarious. Like, Little Edie is so funny. And then her so mom's like, Edie, don't do it. I'll get so mad. So funny. And so part of me is like, they seem really happy with their raccoons. Yeah. Um, which Lorelai points out. She's like, there's something so beautiful about them. They're so free. And we're always like, yeah, they were happy. They had their cats and their raccoons. And Laura's like, yeah. Lorelai's like, yeah, that's us in a few years. And we're always like, yeah. Yeah. If you're out on the road, on a lonely and road, we got the (laughs) opening credits. Yeah, it was like Um, still unclear if it's Carol King. I feel like it is, but I don't know. At the inn, 
Suki, aka the worst chef ever, is like, Brianna, run it through the sieve again. She's like freaking out. And Lorelai tries to calm her down. And Suki is verbally abusing a cook for ruining her egg whites. And Suki is taking off for Thanksgiving. So she's trying to make sure that the kitchen is like running well. And mm-hmm. Lorelai assures Suki that the kitchen will be in good hands. Bob's hands. Bob has great hands. And Suki's like, you know what Bob has? Bob has two seconds to get the hollandaise off the flame before I break his neck. And I was like, imagine uh-huh. if Bob turned around from the burner and it was Melissa McCarthy's husband. Like I was bracing myself for that moment, but it wasn't. Sure. It wasn't. Sure. Um, sure. Suki's freaking out because Bob has never done Thanksgiving and she loves mm-hmm. being in control. Fair. She, like, same. Mm-hmm. Literally same. I was like, I get it. She like mm-hmm. roots through the garbage for some celery tops. She's like, they're getting rid of useful things. What am I going to do? And Lorelai is trying to calm her down. And then Emily Gilmore shows up and she's behind Lorelai. And there's this bit where Suki's like, oh, Emily, hi. Good to see you. And Lorelai is like, very funny. That's very high school of you. You know who's behind you? Joseph Stalin, my good friend. What are you doing back from the dead, Joe? And Emily's like, hello, Lorelai. And she's like, oh. And Michelle is like very amused by all this. And Emily's like, can we speak? And then she's like, I've called several times for the past two weeks and you've skillfully avoided every call. And Lorelai's apparently gotten very creative about avoiding her mom, lying about like Mm -hmm. driving through a tunnel, being sick, whatever. And Emily's pissed. She's like, listen, you've missed the last two Fridays for dinner and I want you guys to come over for Thanksgiving tomorrow. Lorelai's like, mom, no, we already have plans. And she's like, before you sit through your excuses that you always have on hand, let me say, you've missed two dinners and avoided my calls because you're mad at us about what happened at Yale. But I want you and Rory at Thanksgiving this year. If you have plans, alter them. And she goes on to say that she's going out of town with Richard. (laughs) You're right. She goes on to say that she's going out of town with Richard the day after Christmas. So this, er, I'm sorry, the, the day after Thanksgiving. So this is their last chance to be together as a family before the new year. And she's like, and if you're still sick, I don't want a doctor's note. I want the doctor to physically show up at the house and convince me that it's true. See you tomorrow. And she just like leaves. Yeah. What? And I was like, what? Apparently someone set up a meeting for Rory at Yale behind her back. IDK. Yeah. I think if memory serves, I believe that Richard has all these connections at Yale. So it was like, Rory, you should go to Yale, like kind of pushing it right, on Rory right. and like gave her like an impromptu meeting with the headmaster at Yale oh, or the, right. the dean. And Rory kind of like freaked out. And Lorelai was like pissed because she's like, don't push this on her. So like that will circle oh, back later, sure. y'all. Yes. In the episode. Yes. Yes. Okay, great. Thank the you for the clarity. Yeah. Rory is at Chilton and the girls uh, talk. Oh, which, by the way, <gasps> as we've been doing these uh, recaps. Stony Clover Lane, a fave brand of mine, released a Gilmore Girls line, and I got a little Chilton patch. That's really so cute. cute. Wow, they really know their audience. Yeah, for my backpack. That's said, so cute. For my backpack for me. Okay, so Rory's at Chilton, and uh, she and all the other girls are talking Thanksgiving plans, and there's this like full-on 30-year-old woman talking about her volunteer shelter work <laughs> and is stressing everyone out about college applications. And she gets a call from the soup kitchen and they're like, no, babe, we still don't fucking need you. And she's like, why? I have a slotted spoon. And I was like, (laughs) this girl, I mean, this woman, I was like, you are giving 35, babe. Uh, Rory and Lorelai are talking Thanksgiving plans and they decide they're going to go to four Thanksgivings, which is four too many, in my opinion. So aggressive. I did two last year and it was two too many. Like... It's too much. Um, And they run into Kirk, who has just got a cat who's named Kirk. Kirk, I think, is one of the best characters on the show. He's great. Fun fact, he is James Gunn's brother, 
who directed Guardians of the Galaxy, and he has been in Guardians in all three movies, I believe. Was he like an alien or something? Like, was he recognizable? Yes, fully recognizable. Wow. I mean, he's, I think he's a different color. But yeah, I mean, he has a big role. And I was like, I love to see that. Kirk comes back later, and I'm obsessed oh. with him. Oh, and his Lorelai and Rory show up at Luke's and Luke talks about how someone already came in and ordered their Wednesday special of French dip and cherry pie. And this whole bit about them eating and they love to eat and they just eat and it's eat and so eat. So 2001. Yes. As two very, very thin women. It bugged yeah. the shit out of me for the entirety Same. of the episode. Lorelai informs Luke about their Thanksgiving debacle. And she's like, look, there's just too many commitments and not enough us because Rory and Lorelai agree. They're like, okay, if we're going to ditch one Thanksgiving, let's ditch Luke's like he's not going to give a fuck. He doesn't care about people or holidays. <laughs> so Rory's like, we can't make it tomorrow. And looks like, oh, and they're like, oh, my God, he's like disappointed. <laughs> Lorelai's like, oh, he's the Grinch. And where's Cindy Lou Who? And Rory's like, so Cindy Lou Who, what do we do? And I was like, you guys are so insufferable. So Lorelai then. Fakes getting a phone call like she fakes getting off the phone with her mom and she's like, OK, mom, guess I won't see you. Oh, my God, Luke, we will make it to Thanksgiving. That's so crazy. And he's like, oh, you don't have to do that. Are you sure it won't be a hassle? Are you sure? Are you sure? And he's like really cute and happy and relieved that they can make it again. And Rory's like, OK, no practical question. How are we going to eat for Thanksgiving dinners? And Lorelai's like, Rory, we've been training for this our whole lives. Tomorrow we'll be receiving gold medals for eating. We just want to eat. And I was like, <laughs> I'm going to bludgeon myself to I death. <laughs> yeah, very that. And she also said she was like, she was like, yeah, we're going to get gold medals. We're not Michelle Kwanning this thing. And I was like, OK, way to like really burn Michelle Kwan. I was like, that why was are we nice. downplaying Olympic icon Michelle Kwan? Yeah, I'd love to see you ice skate, Lorelai. Yeah. Figure skate. Yeah, sharpen your blades, babe. Show us what you got. Yeah, show us what you got. <laughs> Let me see that axle, bitch. Yeah. Triple axle, me, triple, triple cow. Yeah. I triple Lux. Triple Lux. <laughs> I remember watching Michelle Kwan's performances like live as a child and being like, this is the most beautiful human I've ever seen. I can't believe she's, she's so actually beautiful. defying the laws of gravity and nature My by God. what she's doing. It's incredible. She was such an icon. Yeah. Still so is. put some respect on her name. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Get her name out of your damn mouth, Lorelai. <laughs> and also problematic, Rory is like, uh, maybe we should fast in preparation of our finest hour tomorrow. And I was like, that is fucking toxic. Yeah. Why are you making these women fast? Let them fucking eat. They can make healthy choices all on their own. Yeah. Okay. And healthy to them is not healthy to other people. So shut the fuck up. Leave That's how I felt. Leave us on. Um, so they're getting supplies for Thanksgiving and Roy's getting flowers and Hottie Jess shows up. And they are like fucking like macaroni kissing, just mm -hmm. like I like mm -hmm. in front of Dosies. That's how you say that, right? The yeah, which is surprising. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Based on how it's spelled, I was like, it looks. It like really looks deuce. <laughs> <laughs> which is funny for so many reasons. I know. Um, and she like pulls him away, like out of sight of deuces and uh to kiss him and he's like what's the deal like you're afraid to kiss me what the fuck and she's like no i just it's so hard not to do serena with rory also it's very similar it's very similar no i just don't want to flaunt it and he's like well i fucking want to flaunt it and she's like no you know well my ex will see us and so she she then suggests kissing secretly 
And he's like, yeah, okay, well, then we can wear three Stooges masks and no one will know who we are. What a weird reference. And then they both decide which of the Stooges they would be. But then they agree to play it cool. Okay. Okay. Sure, Jan. Sure, Jan. In Deuces, Lorelai and Kirk talk about shopping and it's revealed that Cat Kirk has been scratching the shit out of human Kirk. And he's like, I've discovered Kirk likes me announcing my presence before I go in any room he's in. Just a little, hey, is it okay if I come in? Otherwise, he gets a little testy. And Lorelai is like horrified. Like, I love this cat. I love yeah, this cat. Cat Kirk is abusive and like power doming human Kirk. And human Kirk is just like getting like mutilated by his cat. And so he's cat buying Kirk all this. is a power dom. Yeah. And he's literally like Kirk's buying all this like Neosporin and stuff. Then Lorelai runs into Dean who looks stressed when he sees her. He's like, oh, and like tries to turn around and she's like, okay, look, we live in a teeny tiny hamlet here. We could stick it in an envelope and mail it for a buck 40. Makes avoiding people tough and uncomfortable. I hate hiding from people, especially when I don't want to hide from them. You were a pal, Dean. You were so good to Rory. You were the best first boyfriend a mother could have hoped for. And it's okay if you don't want, and it's okay if you want to avoid me, but you don't have to. Happy Thanksgiving. And Dean seems a tad shook. And Lorelai uh, exits the store. I also thought it was weird saying that they didn't have to break up. Yeah, I was like, Lorelai, maybe you should just like stay the fuck out of it. Yeah, no thanks. We cut to the first of the four Thanksgiving dinners at the Kim's. They come in and Lorelai is trying is passing off all of their gifts. She's like, I got flowers and I got you. What was the other thing she got? Chocolate turkey. Thing. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. Did she get her something else? No. And then she was like, Oh yeah, here's the chocolate turkey. And and Mrs. Kim is like, What the fuck am I supposed to do with the chocolate turkey? Um, and she's like, I don't know, whatever. And they do a bit about it. Everyone's singing, and then we see Dave who is playing the guitar, a.k.a. fucking Adam Brody. We did not plan this, but magic is real. Magic and that's real. what we have to tell you. And and Lorelai's like, wow, he looks neat and tidy. Uh, and Rory says, yeah, he's gone corporate. And to which Lorelai replies, he's gone Korean. And the Ew. fact that this line, wh- whatever the fuck they wanted that to mean, was yeah. on network television, is really fucked up. Really wild. Um, and Lane then whisks both of them away and explains what's going on with Dave and how they're laying the groundwork for them to be able to date so that if her mom approves of him before they start dating, then it won't be a big deal if they actually date. And I said, oh my fucking God, it's Adam Brody, who apparently loves tofurkey. The Kims are serving tofurkey, which I've never had. Have you had? No, but have I'm you always had? curious about it. Have you had? Have I you had? had <laughs> but I, I, I'm, I would try it. Yeah, I would try it. I'd be interested. Yeah. Um, and Laura lies like, no, I'm taking tofurkey and some napkins so then I can spit it out later. And I'm like, okay, fine, fine, fine. Um, and then Lane and Dave are like coyly making eyes at each other. They're really cute. Like the way They're he so looks cute. at her, like I'm like, he really loves good. her. Like he's he in does. love with her. It's really good. Really cute. He's it's so really hot. He is so hot unbelievably hot and then at the end of this episode like spoiler alert when they like kiss and he's like i gotta go i was like don't ever leave me (laughs) yeah he's fine he dicks down you know he dicks down if leighton if leighton is married to him he dicks down i hope that leighton meester's pillow is cold every night and that she's having amazing sex until the day she dies yeah same we although i feel like when i'm old i'm gonna be like oh we can just watch shows yeah but you know what I mean. Sure. Whatever Layton yes. wants. Whatever Layton wants is what Layton should yeah. get. 
Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Lorelai and Rory head to Suki's Thanksgiving. <laughs> oh, God. And Suki is freaking mm. out because there's a vat of boiling oil on her front lawn. And apparently her husband, Jackson, has decided to fry the turkey. And she's like, this is so annoying. He asked if he could make it. I thought I'd be able to like sneakily like kind of redo it, add some thyme, some butter, some stuffing. But then this fryer showed up. And Suki's like distraught. She's like, you can't deep fry a turkey. Filet a fish. Yes. Fries. Yes. A donut. Yes. But not a turkey. So the vibe of their Thanksgiving is like a frat party. Like it's on the front lawn. There's all these guys. Yeah. They're like, yeah, like, let's get it going. And Jackson like descends upon the lawn in like a full like outfit with like gloves and a protective mask. Like just talking about how he's so excited to fry the turkey. And Suki starts spiraling about how Bob is screwing up Thanksgiving at the inn, probably. And like Kirsten Cohen, she copes with drinking and she pops her beer. Oh, good for her. Also, Lorelai was making all these Quasimodo jokes. And I was like, that's beyond comprehension for me. I know. She's like, what's the that for? Where's Quasimodo when you need him or something like that? And I was like, Lorelai, shut your mouth. The bells, the bells. Yeah. I was like, no. God. Wait. What? No, what were you going to say? <laughs> Can we talk about how Frollo is honestly the scariest villain of all time? He's so scary. But have you seen TikTok roasting the villain song from Wish, the new Disney movie, and being like, this is such no. a stupid song? Like, what? Ha-? And they're comparing it to Hellfire from Hunchback oh, Hunter Dom. And they're like, villain songs are not giving what they used to give. Like, Hellfire was terrifying, but like really fucking good. And it slapped. So and now, like, the villain song in Wish is like a Lin Manuel Miranda, like, bop. It's like, beep, bop, bop. Like, I let you live here for free. Like, it's the stakes could not be lower in the song. No. And so terrify the, the children. So, yeah, all the Disney adults are like, you're making kids soft. Like, let's terrify them and make villains actually villain. And they actually talked about how Mother Knows Best is also a terrifying oh, song. It's so scary. Because it's extremely manipulative. And yes. like the dichotomy of like her acting like she's a sweetie when she's trying to like, you know, plot against Rapunzel. She's gaslighting her. She's gaslighting her the whole song. Yeah. It's a scary song. Honestly, Alan Menken would never. He would never go soft. I he think would we never need to really... chill out on Lin-Manuel being like the Disney guy. <sighs> Lin-Manuel is great. Mm-hmm. No one is better than Alan Menken. And I said mm-hmm. what I said. I said the range. And listen, Moana fucking slays mm-hmm. like moana is so good hamilton great and the heights great but then i just feel like we've gone oh um uh like i just feel like we've gone a little off the rails you know i think all of his songs well objectively like well done sound the mm-hmm. same and so i'm yes. just like alan menken same. like ha- like change the sound of oh my the songs god to match the universe of the movies that they were in uh, and i yes, don't think lin-manuel exactly. miranda does i don't think th- i no. don't think he has the same flexibility and like range that like alan menken and howard yeah. did and what he and what he does is amazing i just think that if alan menken can write hellfire and then he's going to write Zero to Hero. And then he's going to write Part of Your World. I mean, the it, it just the quality of the music is so vastly different. It's, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it's unbelievable. And we need like, to scare the children. It listen, builds character. Yes. Ursula made me, I didn't speak the entire movie, my first movie I ever saw. And then May said, as soon as the credits stopped, I wouldn't move. I was clenching the seat rest so hard. And then I started scream crying. And then she became my favorite villain. So... 
I mean, and that is the power of Disney. Yeah, she was talking about stealing people's souls and voices. And I was like, I want to do that. Yeah, you're like, kind of seems fun. I'm processing a lot. But like, oh, my God. I mean, yeah, just the range. I know it's not an Alan Menken podcast. I don't need to convince you. But listen, you know, it is. Yeah, if anyone needs from Hunchback, <laughs> right? <laughs> I hope we've converted you. Wait, from Same. Hunchback to what? From Hunchback, I mean, like from out there to Gaston to I mean, like come on, no one writes a reprise like Alan Menken. Mm-mm. No one. Period. The end. Did he do Prince Ali re- reprise? I'm sure because it was an Aladdin. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I well, love Prince Ali reprise. Jeff sings that in auditions, which makes me really, laugh really hard. That is really funny. <laughs> that makes sense. I also do sing male Alan Menken I want songs for auditions because they're it's great songs. In my key. Yeah. yeah, exactly. You're like I like Luann. I'm an alto. <laughs> I'm Let an alto. Live. Let me sing out there from Hunchback. Yes, <laughs> so good. We're at Luke's. Luke's. <laughs> We're at Luke's. <laughs> Sorry, guys. No, sorry, never apologize for um, Disney Tange. Um, and uh, Rory hands him flowers. He's like, what the fuck? I don't like flowers. I don't have a vase. I don't know why he's from Boston in my mind. He's like, I don't want any flowers. Why are you bringing me flowers for? <laughs> and and she's like, I know. You do this every time. You say, I don't want to. I don't have a vase. And they say it at the same time. And she's like, well, too bad. Take the flowers. And he's like, I don't want flowers. And I was like, listen, if he doesn't want fucking flowers, maybe bring him another gift floor alive. Yeah. Or Luke, just get a vase. Both of you stop fighting. Yeah, enough. Okay? Enough. Enough now. And they see Kirk, who admits he's like, I've been scratched in over 60% of my body. And then this blonde <laughs> in a booth, who we later fi- find out is named Babette, which is the single most perfect name she could be named. Mm-hmm. Um, she's like, I hate that cat. I love cats and I love Kirk. It's pretty much 50-50. And that's a high compliment, my friend. Is that his mom? <laughs> Are we supposed to believe that's his mom? Help us, listeners. Help. I was like, I think Babette, I don't know. Babette seems very young and spry. And I just don't believe she would have like a son who seems like he's like 40. But like, live your truth, you know? Right. Live off love. Um, and Kirk's like, well, the tension of our standoff was unbearable. I tried to play with him. Uh, he's like, oh, no. And he keeps getting interrupted. Apparently, the cat tried to strangle him with yarn. And he's like, no, no, you haven't heard the worst of it yet. I decided to strip naked and hide in the water because cats are afraid of water. And then we hear Babette say, they are. They are. She's giving <laughs> hey, Marty. Um, yes. And uh, he's like, but that seemed to drive. But then. Kirk seemed to drive greater power from the water. Um, and then, he, anyways, he was like brutally scratched underwater by his cat, Kirk, of the so same scary. name. It actually is <laughs> really scary. Really? Because I feel like up. I've met cats like that who are like, boom, doom, doom. Like they're playing like chicken with you. Like they're like, you fucking all. Listen, Madeline will tell people to get the fuck out. She goes, da, da, da. She'll yeah. bat at them. Or she just goes, she'll like won't let people come in the kitchen she's very she is smell reactive friend of the pod will allen was like she deals in smells and he's so right if she smelled you she's fine but like she doesn't like new people with new smells she's like "Mm -mm -mm." jess then joins them and luke is like oh yeah we should give thanks right we should give thanks that we are not native americans who got their land stolen in exchange for small pox infested blankets and i was like 
I mean, yes. Also, don't know that we needed to make a joke about it, but like, yeah, I'm glad yeah. that you're being progressive. Yeah. Um, and they fill him in on all the Thanksgivings they've had so far, but they insist his food is the main event. Uh, Lorelai call, and then they go off. Lorelai then calls Rory out for her lame kiss. And Rory's like, I feel like everyone's watching me. The town was so used to me and Dean. And Lorelai's like, just give it time. Everyone will adjust you. And Babette's like, hey, hey, I'm, I'm going to have to walk to China to walk off all that food. And I was like, what? And she's like, hey, hey, that was some half-ass kiss you had there, lady. You have to give it a little something. And I was like, what are we doing here? What? Everyone's like, French kiss your in boyfriend her business. in front of everyone, you teenage We want to see it. Tongue tongue to tongue. Don't okay? be a little bitch about it. Don't be a little bitch, you bitch. Fucking put your tongue in his mouth. Rory's like, I don't want to. I don't want anyone to judge me. And I'm like, fair. <laughs> yeah, literally let her live. Although yes. I, if I were dating Jess Mariano, I would not I would put Jess it. Mariano in a corner. No, no. put Jess in a corner. And no. I would create a billboard of us kissing so that everyone knew that that was my man. Do you think he wears a gold chain? A slutty gold chain? Absolutely. Yeah. I thought Absolutely. You my kryptonite. Ah, I just start like levitating. Lorelai and Rory show up at the Gilmore Thanksgiving and Emily's like, mm-hmm. hello, happy Thanksgiving, Lorelai. And they walk in to discover a piano player elegantly playing piano in the living room. And Emily's like, that's Brad. I found him at Nordstrom's. And Lorelai's like, was he on sale, mom? And Emily's like, well, I thought music would add a nice touch. Now, come along. Everyone's here. And this Thanksgiving is giving stuffy. It's yes. giving tight. We meet Natalie and Douglas Wolf. Lorelai already met at an auction. And then we meet Claude and Monique Clemenceau from France. And Lorelai quotes Lady Marmalade to them. She's like, voulez-vous coucher avec moi? I'm like, you're so quirky. And they're all like, oh, my God, Lorelai. Why would you ask them to have a threesome that is so fucked up? And then they're like, oh, is so- I... It's from a song, Lady Marmalade. And they like think it's very funny. They're like, you're very funny, Lorelai. And they talk about, that's my, um. I feel like I sound like Gerard Depardieu. Like, yes. Yeah. Yes. Talk about giving thanks. And Claude's like, me, I give thanks for three things every day. Cuban cigars, French champagne, and gorgeous women. And he's like, and I must <laughs> give really extra good. thanks for the extraordinary company tonight. And then it comes up that it's Lorelai and Rory's fourth Thanksgiving of the day. And the guests are like, holy shit, that's a lot of Thanksgivings. And then they sit down to dinner and Richard begins to carve a stunning turkey, but he only cuts one slice of the turkey because it's, quote, ceremonial, which would irritate me, too. I would be like, that would Give be me so turkey. annoying. Yeah. And Emily's like, no, we will begin with the salads. So they have to eat salads. And Claude mm-hmm. thinks Lorelai's hilarious. And mm-hmm. Natalie is like, Rory, you've been going through the horrible period of applying to college. Uh, our grandson has already been turned down by Stanford. His dream. Oh, children put so much pressure on themselves these days. And Rory tells the adults that she applied to Harvard. And Douglas is like, well, what are your backups, your alternates? You didn't apply to just Harvard, did you? you horrible. Can't just apply what to a one nightmare. Place. I know. They're all like harassing her about like college stuff. And she's like, yeah, I applied to some backups. And Lorelai's like, what? So Lorelai did not know that Rory applied to backup schools. And she's like, what other places have you applied to? Like, mm-hmm. where have you even applied? She's pissed. And Rory's like, um, Princeton, Yale. And Richard's like, well, this is the first I'm hearing about Yale, Lorelai. And Lorelai's like, you forced her hand, Dad. You forced her to apply to Yale. And she makes this whole scene. And Rory's like, Grandpa didn't force my hand. I needed a backup. And I was like, imagine being a mom. 
and being mm. upset that your smart kid applied to like Yale and Princeton. And I know. Like, wow, that must be so hard for you, Lorelai, that your daughter is going to go to an amazing school no matter what. Like, how do you sleep at night? And, and Lorelai she's has like going to get in. She's like, going to get into one of them and have yes. an incredible education, which, by the way, so many very smart kids cannot afford to go to those schools, even if nope. they get into them. But Rory is fucking fine because your parents are rich, Lorelai. She actually bugs the shit out of me. And then she has like mm. a mentee bee and like goes outside to like process everything she just heard. And then we cut back to the Kims and Adam Brody is leaving and Mrs. Kim gives him leftovers um, and then he leaves. But then Lane sees that he's left his Bible. And so she's like, oh, I, I better go take it to him. And Mrs. Kim is like very sus. She's like, let me see it. She like opens it up. She's like, OK, this is like the book of God that like belongs to Adam Brody, not his mm -hmm. character's name. Um, mm -hmm. And and then Lane runs into him and he's like, wow, you run really quietly in only the most charming way that Adam Brody could deliver that line. Ah, uh, so cute. And she's like, I'm so sorry. My mom made you play for five hours with no break. And he's like, no, it's fine. I got these awesome calluses now. And she paid me like 20 bucks, which I can use towards our first date. And so Lane is cute. like, what? After all of that, you still want to go out with me? And they fucking plants one on her. A great little smoochie. I literally you have can to tell he's just... a good kisser. Oh my God, he has great lips. Has and great like, lips. and he has big hands. So when he like grabs your uh, face, like, oh my God. Yeah. I I had chills. This was a very cute moment. It was. It was good. Lorelai and Rory are heading home and it's kind of tense. And Lorelai's like, look, my head knows that whichever one of these places you go, Harvard, Princeton, Yale, it's going to be great. It's going to be That's awesome. That's the most ridiculous sentence. I'm sorry that I've I ever know. heard. I was like, the Amy fucking privilege of like, that. I. I think Amy Sherman Palladino was a rich girl of like New York Absolutely. City. Like I want to know her background, but like sometimes the shit she writes, I'm like, you only write about like well off people who are like right. quirky. Like it's like, right. do, do something else. Um, right. And Lorelai's like, I just wish my head could sit down and like have a chat with that gnawing feeling in my gut that's there. Anytime my parents get involved with anything and tell me it's going to be okay. And he's like, it's going to be okay. And at Suki's, it's a full blown frat party vibe. Arguably the Thanksgiving I'd want to go to the most out of all the ones we've seen. Yes. And they're deep frying everything. Cake, biscotti, butter, like literally. Sounds great. The I wanna, I know. I'll try it all. Like, let's experiment with frying. Mm -hmm. And Suki's just alone, like with a blanket, housing a margarita. And she's like, oh, you caught me at a good time, ladies, because I've already gone through the five stages of grieving, denial, anger. I don't remember the others, but they were served on the rocks with salt. Now I'm just deeply enscotched in acceptance. Enscotched? And Rory's like, ensconced? And she's like, yep. And she's clearly given up control and like fighting the urge to have a total meltdown, but is just getting mm -hmm. too drunk to care. And like, I get that. Yeah. I love this for her. No, and then no. they were like, we got to go. And then Rory's <laughs> like, poor thing. And uh, Lorelai's like, she's not going to remember this tomorrow. She'll be fine. Then they go to Luke's for coffee. After all of that, in this economy, too much. Like, what um, a long day. I don't understand why they had to, like, retrace their steps and be like, okay, now we're going to go back to Suki's. Yes. I mean, it's just because they're walking home. I don't Do know. Do they not have pets? I don't know. Yeah. Um, and... Rory sees Jess and plants one on him. Said that mm. twice in one podcast. Maybe never said that in my life. <laughs> and then as he's carrying a bag of trash, we love. And then <laughs> he runs into Dean. This was so Dean, good. This was <laughs> And Dean and Dean confronts him. He's like, "You don't you don't have something to say? 
What's the matter, Jess? Why are you walking away? And Jess is like, hey, bro, this is getting a little West Side Story here, and my dancing skills aren't up to snuff. And I was like, incredible. Mm -hmm. Um, And he's like, I'm not trying to fight you. Like, leave me alone. And then Dean gets in his face, and he's like, how does it feel? And Jess is like, feels like I'm with Rory, and you're not. And Dean is like, this is my town. I don't have to hide it. Happy Thanksgiving, Jess. (laughs) Dean is such a little bitch. He is, and I love people saying like someone's name like it's an insult like they're like yeah yes happy thanksgiving jess yes <laughs> like it's a curse word yeah yeah i literally i can't imagine like this uh, this teenage boy being like this is my town and i thought it was really hot how jess was like i'm not indulging this because i no. know that if i fight you rory's gonna think i started exactly. it exactly like, the bad boy out of the two of us but like right a bullshitter and you need to chill the fuck out but dean feels like <sighs> He feels so lame. So lame. And I think guys like Dean, from what I've heard about like the evolution of this character, I mm-hmm. haven't watched the whole show, but like from like guys like Dean are very sinister to me because they mm. put on this like I'm a sweetie, cutie, smiley, golden retriever, nice boy who works at Deuces, the local grocery store. <laughs> but really, I'm taunting Jess in the street mm-hmm. under the cover of night, trying to like get a rise out of him and like starting some shit. And I think mm-hmm. that is much more sinister and scary and manipulative of an energy than someone like yes. Jess who just owns that like I'm kind of a bad boy but I'm trying to do the right thing. Yeah. At least what you see is what you get with Jess. Yes, there's more power in that mm-hmm. for sure. Mm-hmm. Wow. And at Luke's uh Rory and Lorelai talk more about how they love to eat and they successfully had three Thanksgiving dinners and they didn't even have to skip the rolls because they only had three Thanksgiving dinners, not the anticipated not, four Thanksgiving dinners. Right. In fact, they love eating so much, they asked Luke if he has any rolls left over. So they take a bag of rolls and walk home like the freeloaders they are. They just love to eat. They agree it's been a nice Thanksgiving. And they walk past Kirk happily and peacefully sleeping in a gazebo away from his demonic cat. <laughs> End of app. End of app. Wow. 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 Fun little visit to Stars Hollow this week, y'all. I hope you enjoyed it. I love visiting over there. It's so wild. It's a wild place. Especially when Adam Brody shows up. I mean, I can't be held responsible for what I do when Adam Brody shows up. Let me tell you. Adam Brody and David Spade. Like, I just, I have the vapors just thinking. (laughs) Alan Menken shows up. Throw him in there. Throw him in. I'm out. Yeah, I'm done. Yeah, I'm out. Resuscitate her. She's passed out. Literally. Clear. <laughs> Mark Hamill, too. Honestly, mm. Harrison Ford. Just a lot of hot now guys. Now we're just listing 90s. all the hot guys. Yeah. Yeah. From every fandom I like. Every but fandom. Harrison Ford is daddy. I'll say Forever. that again. Forever. Yeah. Well, Tyler, um, where can our amazing Anna. listeners find you? <gasps> OMG, thank you so much. Y'all can find me at Tyler McMeredith on Instagram or Tyler McMeredith on TikTok. And if you are loving the plod, the plod. If you're loving the blood, please go <laughs> I almost said iTunes. Wow. Millennial. <laughs> to Apple Podcasts, leave us a five-star rating and a little review. Hannah, where can our amazing listeners find you? Oh, my gosh. Thanks, Tyler. Y'all can follow me at Hannah A. Brown on Instagram and Twitter, Hannah A. Brown Zero on TikTok. And if you want more bonus content for just $5 a month, you can be a Patreon member. So if that sounds fun to you, head on over to patreon.com slash you know you love us and check it out. Well, well, we'll see you next week. Huh? 
Excellent.